0: He was actually there And I'm not even kidding you I literally saw the opportunity And I went for it And I was like (laughs) Amelia And he turned He just turned And like Did like a little like Two like Kind of almost three finger Like hey What's up And that was it What is Chief and my dudes? I hope you're having a fantastic Friday. And all I gotta say is one word Timber. This week, what we'll be doing is each of us present three celebrities that have fallen from the spotlight. September.
1: It's going down. We're in September. You better move. Don't be a clown. Let's have a month. We don't remember.
0: Don't wear a frown. Let's
1: do it. Welcome to September, folks. Someone I heard it today said September is the Monday of months. And I think it definitely makes sense if you're a child. But now, like as an adult, every month feels the fucking same. I can't believe we're already done with summer. Like these months just flew by. It's already September. Awesome.
0: I can't entirely get behind that idea of each month feeling the same because literally just yesterday my mom was baking pumpkin bread and i just thought wow we're close to december because like she always makes that around december because she uses the pumpkins from october and then makes pumpkin bread throughout november and december so how'd she start then because she also keeps them in the freezer so she can make it like year round but the she majority keeps
1: pumpkins year round
0: yeah you can like mash them up and then you freeze them in the freezer but for the most part a lot of her uh, pumpkin bread is made during December that's like what she gives out for like Christmas gifts and stuff gotcha so like I literally came home and I was like oh wow it smells like Christmas in here like it like I felt happy very happy just from a smell so I can't get entirely behind that because also I love Thanksgiving so November is great
1: oh. Overrated. We'll get to some holiday episode. Thanksgiving is wildly overrated.
0: Ah, what? Well, maybe we should make an episode about. which. Well,
1: I'm gonna roast Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is like Thanksgiving is Joe Rogan. How's that, Joe Rogan? Overrated. I'm sick of it. I'm over it.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, that's just you, though. I mean, he's still very popular. I wouldn't consider him overrated. Thanksgiving is. I wouldn't consider Thanksgiving overrated either. It's a great. It's Thanksgiving a great holiday. Is Still
1: very popular. I but mean, it's Thanksgiving.
0: The fact that it's based around uh, slaughter and <laughs> us taking over kind of messed up, but. The food's
1: you know great. What? I'm all in favor of canceling Thanksgiving. I'll get behind that. No, we can't. You have to give <laughs> let's, thanks. Let's replace it with like a give thanks day, but like better food.
0: Nah, it's... Dude, it's good food. Okay, turkey. I'm not a huge fan of turkey. Like, let's get some chicken in there. I love chicken. Yes. Or like a steak. A steak would be... Yes. Dude, that would be the... Oh my gosh. I think I'm going to find a new tradition of just... Steak giving. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, who cares? Tradition, traditions are sometimes overrated. But the the idea of having people over for Thanksgiving is a great idea. But maybe yes. make it a better centerpiece.
1: Yes. See, that's what I'm saying. The holiday is based around food. Really, yeah. it's not based about being thankful. You know, when wakes up and it's like, oh, can I be thankful today. No, it's like, oh, I got to make all this food for everyone, and the food sucks. I know I've said this probably a million times you, on you this have. You have. You talked about turkey. That's how much I support Ow, this. You Fucker!
0: Sorry, Chloe just scratched me.
1: Turkey walking? No,
0: <laughs> yeah, turkey just, <laughs> turkey just bit me. Dude, I got bit in the crotch by a goose when I was like five years old, and I still remember that to this day. That shit hurt. They're mean.
1: And so you took your revenge out by almost killing one with the disc.
0: Yeah, when I tossed it, it was like my thinnest and heaviest disc, and it flies uh-huh. up, and I'm like, oh no, it's coming straight down, just hyzer straight, straight down, murder. and this is the, it, it goes. Oh. And then, and then waddles away. I'm like, dude, that would have broken some ribs if I hit someone with that.
1: A straight birder.
0: Yeah. Um. You want to just get into it?
1: Oh yeah. Did we say? Uh, you briefly said it. We're doing so. septic. Timber. Timber falling down. Fall is in the air right now. What does that mean? That means we're going to talk about three people that have fallen from grace.
0: I said three people that have fallen from the spotlight only because I have people on there that are like, it's not their fault they fell through the spotlight.
1: Oh, interesting. Mine are all self-imposed.
0: Oh, I mean, okay, well, only one of mine is is, uh, not self-imposed. Got it.
1: That um, so someone that just died. They're not famous anymore. They're not famous. They're out of the spotlight. Oh, uh, speaking that guy of yeah.
0: <laughs> speaking of that, I actually forgot that Sean Connery died, and today is his birthday when we're recording. So I was like, "Oh no way!" I wonder how old he is. And then I remembered he's dead, so he can't have another birthday. So he's actually he's fallen from spotlight big time. <laughs>
1: arguably for a while since whatever he put out the league of extraordinary gentlemen that's what it started is wow what a pull
0: dude i don't think you even knew what that movie was it's a great movie right it's pretty good it's like it's like i mean i mean not amazing but it's i like that it has jekyll and hyde that's my favorite part is that the
1: one that started because i know um it didn't start this phase but did that bleed into van helsing because they all kind of felt the same and then i know universal studios i think was trying to do their own own monster like trilogy like saga like oh we're gonna do the marvel and dc shit and they started to do with like the invisible man was one and there was another one but it bombed so bad that they just like completely abandoned the idea
0: um well maybe the the reason why you're connecting those two movies is because the league of extraordinary gentlemen has jekyll and hyde and then so does van helsing in the very beginning of oh, the movie okay. um but is, besides that, there's not there's not much. I mean, there are monsters. And I guess there's like a vampire shot lady the too. Same too. Yeah, it kinda is. Yeah, I guess I guess you you yeah, I could see the correlation between those two. Yeah.
1: All right, let's hop into it. As All right. um, you're the you're you know what you yeah, are.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Um so to start off this list, I got Johnny Depp. Fallen from, yeah, Johnny Depp, fallen from the spotlight. This guy, I heard that he is an alleged wife beater. And they are canceling him from all Pirates of the Caribbean movies, all of his future projects. He's being blacklisted. And at first, I kind of didn't want to believe it because he's a great actor. And I felt like he was a great person. But then as I dove more into it, there were like 14 different um, times where he was allegedly beating his wife. And it was all like drug and alcohol related.
1: I thought... That that was kind of like a mishmash like th- this is with amber heard right most recently mm-hmm. i thought like she was abusive too i know that doesn't make it right but like i thought that was so it's multiple different people it's not just her
0: no, no no it is her but 14 different times
1: yeah but i thought it came out that she was a little psycho too so the judge
0: ruled it in her in her favor saying that the reason why she you know hit him with a bottle or did something else was because of self-defense and that's the thing the whole time i was thinking because he, there's like recordings saying like you know, you beat me, you did this, you did this. And then there's recordings of her saying like, well, it's your word against mine. And who do you think they're going to believe? And I was like, that sounds like someone that just like totally plotted against this guy trying to make his career go down the shitter and is actually the real wife or real domestic violence person. But the more I looked into it, the more I'm like, dang, I think he might have actually done it. And I think they ruled against him, too.
1: Dang. Yeah, I didn't didn't even know this was going on. This is like in this last year, huh? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Super sad, dude, because I've always thought he was a great person. And like I thought he'd be like a, a cool person to just hang out with. But it, apparently, from what I've been seeing, no. It's really, really a bummer to, to see this.
1: Yeah, I guess I could see that. The guy seems fucking crazy. Look at every role he's played.
0: Yeah, but just because you're crazy. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal plays some weird-ass roles like really but like,
1: he also played Brokeback Mountain <laughs> yeah
0: that's I don't
1: know why Why,
0: why bring it up you know <laughs> like, the great equalizer that's like saying yeah well he was also in October Sky like yeah
1: like oh he killed that person but he was in Brokeback Mountain I don't know
0: does that are you are, is there a correlation between those two things like if you doesn't kill people feel
1: like it just cleanses the palate like you're right okay no it's it like ahead of ourselves he was in Brokeback Mountain I don't know how that relates at all it just feels like it like it brings us back to like equilibrium. Johnny Depp, Edward Scissorhands, spiking equilibrium again. No,
0: Edward Scissorhands, that's like psychotic. He he killed the. That's the what maker. I'm saying spiking. Oh, spiking. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Right. What's well, like a one character that Johnny Depp played where he was like normal?
0: Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, not normal, but like no. where he was just entirely lovable. Like you could you couldn't hate him in that movie. Yeah. R.I.P. Johnny Depp. I mean, he's not dead, but yeah, I get you. All
1: right, I have one. I'm gonna be talking about the pride and joy of where we come from, Daniel. Someone so revered. He's really, if you think about where we come from, the land of gracious living, this man has a freaking library in our city. Oh, and God. He's also fucking infamous. I am not a crook. I am not the crook. He was a crook. He was a crook. He was a scumbag crook that got caught is the main thing. He got caught. I'm talking about Richard Nixon, folks. We're from the land of gracious living originally. And if you did not know, Richard Nixon is also from Yorba Linda, California. That's where he was born and raised, became president. Uh, this dude actually, I guess he did a lot of positive things throughout his presidency. But all of it gets overshadowed because of Watergate. Where he was pretty much, it was like the writing was on the wall that he was actually going to be impeached. Um, like they, the house got whatever uh, clearance or uh, go ahead to go forward with the articles of impeachment. And before they could actually like sentence him to impeachment, he resigned. He's, I guess, the only president to have ever resigned from office. That's nuts. Richard Nixon. What a fall from grace. And I like looking more into Watergate because I've re- never really like looked into it. Like, oh, like he was wiretapping the Democratic National Convention. He did it on an off year, too. It was like 1972, which means he was probably president in 70. So he did it midterm. And then he got caught in 74 when he had to resign, I think. But... Um, looking more into it, it's it's like bad. So like it was something where the people that got caught doing the wiretapping had cash on them that was tied to the Nixon campaign, and then that way it started like all oh, fingers pointing to Nixon. And then there was like uh, Oval Office recordings of Nixon talking about wanting to hide what happened, just like complete red-handed.
0: Dang, I I like the little nod at it um in Forrest Gump where he's he like calls the front desk of his hotel and he goes. Hey, uh, I think across the hall They got like a, a blown out fuse or something Cause they got a bunch of flashlights I'm not getting a wink of sleep And it's, <laughs> it's, it turns out to be Watergate <laughs> It's at the Watergate hotel <laughs> yeah, It's so, so funny. funny dude but yeah, I, I I didn't know he resigned. I thought he got impeached.
1: He was, uh, it was like moving forward towards impeachment. And I think before he actually got impeached, he like bowed out. That's, that's just petty. I mean, it's like, you can't fire me. I quit. Like- <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. And then he got pardoned after. Politics is so dirty, dude, how you mm-hmm. can just fucking pardon people. Uh, so I was reading weird facts about Nixon. There was some weird theory that he might have, if he had served his second term or whatever, that he would have been assassinated instead of JFK, because there was something where he was setting up the caravan in Texas that one afternoon or whatever, and something where uh, Lee Harvey Oswald before was talking about wanting to kill Nixon to his wife. So a weird set of circumstances of Nixon getting impeached or almost getting impeached, saving his life kind of thing.
0: Dang, dodged a bullet on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. All right. So my, uh, my number two is... Brennan Fraser. It's not Fraser. It's Fraser. And I looked it up. Apparently, there was like a bunch of interviews where he's like, it's Fraser, not Fraser. And if you get it wrong again, I will come to your house and I will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, apparently, um, he was sexually assaulted by a Hollywood exec. And he didn't tell anyone, but he just kind of like stepped out of the spotlight after this happening and was like, look, I, I just I don't want this to be part of my narrative. So he didn't tell anybody about it. And then... After he was, you know, out of the spotlight for a while, they stopped offering him these big-time roles, and then eventually he couldn't get any big-time roles.
1: Is it Weinstein?
0: No, it was, uh, Philip Burke.
1: Huh. You know what studio he was with?
0: It was like H-something. I can't remember what. H-P- Dang,
1: dude, that's crazy.
0: It It was sad to see because, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't anything super, super insane. Basically, what happened was he was shaking hands with someone, and then, um, he took his other hand... And the guy went around and, like, grabbed him by the butt and then, like, wiggled his finger in his taint. And he was like, he's like, what the fuck? like, And he he, he literally described it as, like, being a kid again and being so shell-shocked that he didn't know what to do. He didn't understand what was going on. And he's like, I wanted to cry. In that moment, I didn't know what to do because what are you going to like? It's a it's a Hollywood exec. I mean, if you say, hey, this happened, they're never going to bring you back. If you have those mm-hmm. allegations, no one's going to want to hire you after that. So he's like he just kind of like fell out of the spotlight at that point. But he has recently resurfaced um Yeah, in, i feel like
1: there's been a lot of memes like uh-huh. supporting him in the last month or so yes so before
0: that happened i think that's maybe that's when he came out was like the the last couple months um of these allegations and then the guy like denied it and everything and like said a half-assed apology not even like touching on the fact that it happened was like it didn't happen but if you thought it happened i'm sorry it's like dude fuck off like that's just so mm-hmm. messed up um but he's 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 in a show now called Doom Patrol, and it came out in like I heard 2019. That's
1: good. Or you were talking about it? I think. Super
0: good movie, yeah, or super good show. He's he plays a robot, which I think is great for his for just him in general because I didn't think his acting was amazing, but as a robot, he does a fucking phenomenal job. Plus, the movie just the, the the show's just a great show. So it kind of goes back and forth between him being a robot and a regular person, and I think he does a really good job in that role. And then also, you know, he's he's coming out with this, a couple movies now. Um and everyone's being very supportive of him and like, hey, we, we want the best for you, Brennan. Like it's it's really nice to see that, especially because of the shit that he's had to deal with.
1: Yeah. And he does have the most iconic clap of all time. He does? Yes. If you look out, you'll recognize it. The Brendan Fraser Clapping point is iconic.
0: I don't remember that at all. I mean, I just remember. I just know a lot of his movies, like The Mummy, um Dudley Do Right,
1: George of the Jungle. If you look it up, you'll recognize it. Was he an Encino man?
0: He was. He was Encino man. He was the man that was from Encino. He was great in that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Brendan Fraser. 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 Her. I really know her <laughs> All right. My number two is the all-time leader in hits. In the MLB of all time, being banned from all association from the MLB. I'm talking about Pete Rose. Oh, Pete Rose. I thought you were going to go Barry Bonds. Nope, that's home runs. So not even that, Barry Bonds was caught of doing steroids. He's yeah. not banned from the MLB. Um, Pete Rose is the all-time leader in hits, and he's banned from any. He can't work in the MLB at all. He can't. He's he's banned, which is insane. Like, imagine Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, all-time point scorer, if he was banned. Or Tom Brady, if all of a sudden he's just banned from the NFL, came and go to games and shit.
0: I freaking hope not. I, I drafted that guy, so uh, he better <laughs> not be out.
1: P. Rose is banned for gambling, but not gambling while he was playing that we know of. Banned for gambling as a manager. So he was a manager for the Reds in like the 80s, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was the 70s. I don't know. He he played and he was a great player, one of the best all time leaders hits. and hits. Then he became a manager for the Reds and it was found out that he was actually gambling on his own team. Oh, now, he's God. always said that he was gambling on the team to win, but I guess it was well documented that he had like a ton, like a, a lot of gambling addictions uh, that event eventually found their way into the MLB and when he was being tried by the MLB probably or private investigator or someone, uh, He kept denying that he was doing it. And then he eventually just took a plea deal, one that included a lifetime ban from baseball, which is like, it's just crazy that someone that is such, that was a staple of the sport, like the sport, not just like a team. You know, there's people that have been like banned from Madison Square Garden. They can't go to the game. This guy can't go. He can't do anything in the sport forever.
0: I can't imagine like what he was doing though. Like obviously he was betting against his own team, but you know that he was probably, he was probably. Probably like putting in the worst players like, all right, Roland Gardner, you're in. What? Roland Gardner's fifty-five.
1: Why is he even yeah. on the roster? <laughs> Coach, the second baseman can't pitch. Yeah, yeah. You're like, he can pitch, trust me. Dude, there's and then a the side tangent to that, honestly, I'm a I was a Laker hater as a kid, and seeing stuff come out of like things, there is a famous story that came out like five, ten years ago about this NBA ref who got caught doing the same thing. The referee was gambling on games and working games for certain gamblers. And it was found out that in certain games where the Lakers won in the playoffs against teams I really liked that he was swaying the calls in the favor of the Lakers. Just the idea of, like, how fucked is that? That one one person can control something that, like, involves... Thousands, hundreds of thousands of people is insane.
0: That's not right. I I feel like paying off a ref is like the lowest you can go.
1: Yeah, there was for sure financial gain to it.
0: That's messed up.
1: So, Josh, if you're hearing this, then the only reason the Lakers were good in the early 2000s is because of a rat bastard ref. Okay, that's (laughs) it. Rick Fox, are you kidding me? That's who was going to lead the team? Robert Horry? Derek Fisher? No, it was Phil Donahue. Hey,
0: Fisher had that nice, like what, 0.3 second
1: three-pointer?
0: 0.4. 0.4. That was nuts.
1: So that's my number two, Pete Rose.
0: Okay, my number three is Charlie Sheen. Ooh. Fallen from grace, fallen from spotlight altogether now. He was in Two and a Half Men ferris bueller's day off major league one and two and his latest show was um anger management but it turns out that on the set of two and a half men he was kicked off because of his erratic lifestyle and his bad behavior on set and obviously like his drug addiction and alcohol addiction that didn't go over very well um and then (laughs) turns
1: out wasn't a good idea turns out
0: not a good play (laughs) <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Um, hindsight. But then I just found this out recently. Apparently, he was blackmailed into admitting the fact that he had an HIV diagnosis. and he was, was
1: blackmailed into that?
0: Yeah. Like someone was like, if you don't tell the public, oh, we're going to tell the public. So then he came damn. out and like told the public. And, and then uh, I don't know if like something bad happened from that. Like if, if he contracted it to someone else or, you know, gave it to someone else or whatever. But I it just seemed like that guy was just on a down. Spiral, and he is definitely not winning anymore.
1: Yeah, like I, I wouldn't, you know, bad to say this, but like if I, if he told me, oh, Charlie Sheen died three months ago, I wouldn't be surprised by it. Is Martin Sheen still alive?
0: I don't know.
1: Greed is good.
0: Now, Martin Sheen is his dad, and then. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. That's his name.
1: Emilio! You know, I,
0: I actually saw that guy at the Oktoberfest uh, near my house. I know it's in Night of the Roxbury where he's all like, and I was like, Emilio! ha <laughs> ha! The Mighty Ducks fan, I swear to God. He was actually there. And... I'm not even kidding you. I literally saw the opportunity and I went for it. And I was like, Amelia. <laughs> and he did turned. Do anything? He just turned and like, did like a little, like two, like kind of almost three finger, like, Hey, what's up? And that, that was
1: sucks, it. Cause I probably had, probably doesn't happen much anymore. Cause he's like less famous and in the spotlight. But when that came out and he was out and about, that probably oh, happened God. so often. I'm
0: sure he didn't yeah. leave his house. He, he didn't leave his house. There's no way he had like people uh, go grocery shopping <clears> or do whatever they needed to do because he's like, I am not leaving my house right now it is a mess out there <laughs> yeah
1: dude charlie sheen that's a good one that's one that like carried tabloids for a long time i feel like now there's something crazy that happens every week or every month but i feel like back then there wasn't so much sensationalism and this was like just craziness seeing mm-hmm. what was going on with charlie sheen
0: yeah the whole like tiger's blood and him like yeah, i mean i was banging eight, seven eight rocks every single day and you know i got tiger's blood man and you're like what what is going on on with this dude like he is yeah he is ill he needs to get help dude i'm pretty sure he's blacklisted from what i've heard
1: yeah he's fine those uh the royalties off a two and a half men gotta be crazy yeah but i don't know if
0: they're uh if he's still allowed to like collect on that just because he was kicked off
1: i'm like a thousand percent sure that he's still making money let me try to look it up that's crazy because
0: in in the show he plays a guy that collects royalties and makes a huge yeah. profit off that. And now that's literally his lifestyle.
1: So this was in ooh, September 11, 2020. Um, Warner Brothers were able to harvest around $4 million an episode for two and a half men in domestic syndication. His contract made him eligible for a revenue stream of around $88.5 million in fees from reruns.
0: Is that a running total or is that every I think it's year? it's
1: annually. Wow. So
0: he's sitting pretty, dude. He does nothing and still makes then $88 it million.
1: Seinfeld. In the past, when the hit comedy Seinfeld finished its run, the actors made around three billion dollars through syndication. Forbes had estimated that Seinfeld himself made sixty-five to eighty million dollars annually from reruns. Like two and a half men was up there. It was. It always like trips me out and it makes me like sad for the other actors. Cause I always got to imagine if you're the big if you're a big actor on a hit show, you just have to like really hope and pray that none of your other like scumbag co-stars fuck up and like mess up your bag because imagine like I don't know what show kind of like is getting a second win like imagine How I Met Your Mother mm-hmm. if it came out that Jason Siegel just uh, ter- turns out he like has raped 200 women like that's getting pulled off of everywhere now and that fucks up everyone's royalty check just because of what some other dude did yeah or
0: or not even that not even just that just just the fact of someone doing that while you're filming the show as well because then you're thinking okay they're not gonna have any reruns we're not gonna make the movie anymore or make the show anymore that would just mm-hmm. that would mess up everything that's your that's your livelihood that is and you chose that's what I'm saying it's out they,
1: of your hands and they
0: choose that Too. They choose to do either a show or like Mm -hmm. go into like movies and stuff like that. And some of those people are like, this is my big break, man. I got a TV show. I can coast on this. It's a consistent paycheck. I love this. This is awesome. And now it's over. Wild. Yeah.
1: All right. My number three is a guy who i can rewatch these like stories about him and it keeps popping up and it's always in the mainstream of the comedy space it's carlos mencia carlos mencia was arguably the biggest comedian of our time it was like him and Dan cook were like legends of the like mid-2000s comedy central at its peak era carlos mencia had mind mencia completely uh cancelable content that wouldn't be allowed today his real name is like uh, Ned, not Ned Flanders, but it's, it's Ned something. It's a normal name. Uh, Mitzi Shore from the comedy store gave him the name Carlos Mencia. He goes and does this shtick. Becomes wildly famous. Turns out, and I will give a nod to Joe Rogan for this, Joe Rogan exposed him on some like early YouTube video where it's in square dimensions. is totally worth a watch. Talking about how Mencia was stealing jokes from other comedians. He brings up his friend Ari Shafir. They like show side by side how Mencia was stealing jokes, but Rogan just doesn't and expose him like on a video he goes on stage at the comedy store to expose Mencia in front of people that paid to actually see him do comedy and it's like so awkward how got Carlos Mencia is in that moment and since then he's been completely blackballed or after that he was completely blackballed from comedy like anyone that's a self-respecting like fan of comedy and comedians I feel like can't co-sign this guy he's also never really fessed up to it and said sorry and really admitted it even though there's a ton of proof behind it like to this a, he went on tiger belly and he was still having a really hard time of even saying what he was doing instead he was saying like he just drew inspiration and it somehow came out but yeah carlos mancia is a huge fall from grace
0: i so when i heard about that happening i was kind of bummed but at the same time it's like i wasn't super bummed because he was he was funny but i thought that he was a little overhyped i thought he was similar to joe rogan for you for me, I was no, like, yeah, he's not, funny, but no, like, no,
1: I won't even say that. Rogue is better.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, I didn't think he was like that great. I thought he was way overhyped. Like
1: again is who I would, when Gaffigan was at his peak is who I would like, like to, uh Mencia. Just like annoying really? thought- all funny off of one bit. And it's like,
0: no, I thought Gaffigan was funny. He's, he's really funny. I mean, not so much anymore. But he, he had some pretty good stuff. Yeah,
1: and I will give it like it was even cooler that Rogan did what he did because him doing that got him banned from the comedy store, which is like had to have been heartbreaking to him because that was like a third or a second home.
0: I thought you were gonna say like he invited him like on the podcast and was all hey so what's up with this man and then shows the video and was like oh, oh and like oh, had like a live reaction video of
1: it happening. It's like totally. No, I mean,
0: I, I've I've seen similar things like with Amy Schumer and her like stealing jokes and stuff too. Is
1: there, it, You should watch this. It's totally, it's like a seven minute video. Probably it's worth it. It's like Rogan on stage with Mencia is next to him. And he's like, you fucking stole jokes, dude. They all know it. And then like there's footage oh. of him talking to Bobby Lee, kind of like hitting camera shit. And Bobby Lee got put on by Mencia. So even it was hard for Bobby Lee to say, but he's like, yeah, this guy's stealing jokes. Like.
0: That's right. You mentioned that before.
1: Yeah. This is a whole. Dang. This is like a this is a soap opera that I'm so deeply invested in just because it's like early YouTube days. I saw it and now seeing all these guys now like so famous and Mencia still blackballed. It's it's crazy.
0: That's sad. But the thing is though, I mean, obviously you know, he he has like clear evidence that he stole jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll, I'll I'll say something or I'll do something that I thought was entirely original. And then years later, I'll find it, like find something else that was similar to what I had just said or did. And I'm like, oh my God, like, we, I mean, some things, you know, they overlap. But with Mencia, I'm sure it was like a straight up, like just stolen joke. Because when you're, when you're up on stage, a bit is completely different than just like your everyday life and you're like, you know, saying a joke or whatever.
1: Yeah, and the fucked up thing I heard too is like he would be on stage and then be doing the material from the person that was coming on stage after him. So when that person came on, they would have like nothing to do essentially. Like their best shit was taken.
0: That's messed up. He's like, "Hey, you got you got any material you want to run by me?" And they're like, "No." We don't. Yeah. We have nothing we want to run by you.
1: Probably. But yeah, those, <laughs> That's crappy. those are my Septembers. We got Pete Rose, Carlos Mencia, and Richard Nixon. What a group.
0: <laughs> I got uh, Brennan Fraser, Johnny Depp, and Charlie Sheen. What a group. Oh, before we cut... um. I wanted to say I checked out the Zack Snyder Justice League cut and dude, it is way better than the the other Justice League movie. I don't know if you ever saw it or not. I was shocked. It was like a completely different movie. No, I'm not even kidding. It was, it's like four hours long, which is one of the things I have a problem with. Yeah, that's long. And- and yeah it was like 4 hours and 3 minutes i'm like dude you could cut that a little a little bit more right <laughs> um, and then the uh, the fucking music that they played every single time wonder woman did something crazy or was on screen it was like oh, yeah, wow and i like, just fucking why it, it, it like it honestly pulls you away from the movie uh, itself that's if you annoying. if you but i mean i get it cuz she's an amazonian whatever but maybe pick some different music because i Every single time I was watching the movie, I was getting like super into it. And then she'd come on screen and then they do that fucking noise, this the song, and I would realize I'm watching a movie. I was in the moment in the movie and now I hear
1: oh. maybe in real life that <laughs> music follows her around.
0: I, I I don't think so. I feel like that would be really annoying. Yeah, that's why
1: she doesn't have friends. Folks, I hope you have a great September and we're going to be back Eve next week. <laughs> All
0: right uh and from all of us here chiefin keep it chiefin keep it chiefin